We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we continue to pray. Pray for understanding. Pray for insight. Pray for revelation. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We magnify. We adore you. Thank him, somebody. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. What a God we serve. Understanding. 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 Bless us with 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 understanding. In Jesus' mighty name, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. You have no part in this assembly. You have no part in this gathering of the saints of God. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Now, last week, okay, we are talking just today, just for a short while. We are still continuing with our message, but it's mainly the communion. I want you to know that the spiritual realm is so real, and we have to break through in the spiritual realm. Amen. We have to break through in the spiritual. If you don't see into the spiritual realm, use these scriptures. Are you there with me? Use the eyes of Jesus. Use his grace. Are you there? And only believe. Are you there? The things that are written there. If you develop, are you there with me? And the development of all equipment, are you there with me, is by the reading of the Bible. It is the Bible that equips us. If God is going to make you a millionaire, God is going to make you debt free. If God is going to make you have anything that God wants to do in human life, is the word of God that equips us. It's the word of God that does it. Are you there with me? And Satan is naughty. And he has made it in such a way that this very word of God, we don't pay attention to it. The Bible says that, that the man of God will thoroughly equipped. The man of God will be thoroughly equipped. It's the word of God that uh, Jesus Christ himself, all the miracles, the word being flesh, we being flesh, we being Christians, even we being humans. Are you there with me? We living on earth. The earth itself is the world, is the word. Anything that God wants to do. Are you there with me? So please, 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 please. Let us believe it. The Bible says that when, if we want disciples to increase, the word has to increase in our midst to the glory of God. Is somebody hearing me? Now, I just want to say something very interesting here. Okay. Do we benefit from angels? Is it beneficial? Why am I saying this? Right. Last week, we started talking about angels are real. The spirit of God, the anointing is real. Are you there? We all need the anointing, the spirit of God. We desire the anointing. But much has not been said about angelic help and angelic visitation. And I'm telling you that in our journey, we actually need angelic help. We, in our journey, we actually need angelic help. When God called Moses, he said to Moses that I'm using you to go and deliver the children of Israel in Egypt. He anointed him. How do you know, Pastor, that he anointed him? It came to a point that he said that that anointing which is upon you, 
I'm going to take it from you and give it to 70 others. Are you there with me? But the Bible also said that he didn't send him alone. He sent his angel to go before him, which we read last week. And God gave him specific instruction on how he should relate to the angels. But the amazing bit is that he says that, listen, the journey that you are going, are you there with me? There will be people, there will be resistance. There will be Amorite. There will be Jebula. In fact, let's read it for yourself. Let's come to Exodus. Then I'll come to New Testament, what the Bible says about Moses. Exodus 23. Okay, Exodus 23, very quickly. Exodus 23. Hallelujah. Are we there? Exodus 23. Now, okay, this same Moses that was anointed, God said to him, that listen, the journey that you are going, there are a lot of unseen forces. The battle is said that I'm going to send an angel to go before you. Are you there? And the angel is going to keep you in all of your ways. Are you there? Okay, so let's start from verse 20. The Bible says that, Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep you in all your ways. Are you there? To keep you in all your ways and also to bring you to the place which I have prepared for you. Are you there? So angels are there to lead us to our destined heaven. They are there to lead us to our destined heaven. They also minister. Are you there with me? We read it last week in Hebrews chapter 1. There is a way that God has paid for us. But in the way, there are obstacles. Pastor, what obstacles are there? The Bible lists the sort of battles and the sort of things that are ahead of us which are unseen. But it is only angels that can fight it. Are you there with me? Now, see for yourself, and I'll come back to verse 20 again, in the way in which every one of us, our life is supposed to take. The Bible says that beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. So God was telling Moses specifically that, irrespective of the anointing which is upon you, an angel also, you need angelic assistance to get to what I have asked you to do. Is somebody hearing me? He went on in verse 22. Please make sure you have your own Bible or you are seeing from the screen, okay? So that you believe for yourself and you are well established that this is the truth and I lie not. Verse 22 says that, it says that, but if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do that I speak, then I will be an enemy to thine enemy and an adversary to thine enemy. Then verse 23 says, for my, for my angel shall go before thee to bring thee to, unto the Amorite. So you find out that uh, if we don't deploy our enemies and we meet the Amorites, there will be trouble. If we don't deploy our enemy and we meet the Hittites, we'll be trouble. Because the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perisites, verse 23, see it on the screen, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, they are cut off. They are fought by the angels. But as you come down, it tells us specifically, look at verse 28. It says that hornets, hornets are like bees. Come to verse 28. It says, I will send before thee which shall drive out the Hevites. So the Hevites are driven away by something like bees. They are like hornets. God even uses insects to fight for us. Are you there? So if we are here and we don't believe God, how is 2022 going to be like? 
because probably my father was stopped at 2022. Because this wasn't revealed to him. He didn't believe God. Let me tell you, the way forward, let me, I hope I don't want to scare anybody. There is a battle going on. I can feel it. This little gathering, there's a battle going on. It's being recognized and there's a battle going on. When I came this morning, a bed has pulled on all the door handles outside. I had to clean it, wipe it all off. And it's a sign of hatred. When you come and a bear had pulled on your car windscreen and all the, they have, they have located you. It's a sign of hatred. I had to wipe it all. Plead the blood of Jesus. Salute the building. As I came in. I came in and I brought my stuff in. Then I came out. Then I had to clean it all before you see. Many times, just like parents, before we get up, our mothers and our fathers have done certain things and we, the children, we don't even see it. Is somebody hearing me? Just because of the name of Jesus. Or you think they are, they are after me. No, 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 no. Because of the name of Jesus. The persecution is because of the word. One of the things that we have strongly here is the word. Don't make a mistake. God has given us the word. Don't make somebody come and stand there and say, hey, me, my hand, me, my days, uh, miracles. John the Baptist didn't do any miracle. But here there's miracle. We are not saying we don't believe in miracle. But it was truly from God. Even the wisdom that comes forth can really bless you. Sister, my daughter, please take your, your food. Take your food and go or you come back. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. She's... Shanice. Shanice. Hallelujah. She's gone in the recording. People hear it. So she's become famous now. <laughs> Peter and Imelda, nice to see you. Good to see you. We miss you. Hallelujah. Now, please listen to me. It's just amazing, isn't it? That God says that I am leading. The angels didn't say the anointing will see you through the Amorite, the Canaanite. It's not the anointing that will see you, but the angels will see you through this. Then he also said that not only the angels will see you through this, I will send insects to drive away the, will drive away Hivite, Canaanite, Titite before thee. So out of the seven things that he says here, four of them or four, Four, is it three? Three of them will be driven away, not only with angelic assistance, but also with, that means that they are a strong force that will stop God's people from passing. I just want to stop there and see and read a verse of scripture about New Testament. Are you there with me? And just ask yourself, we could go weekday, we'll go deep into it and, you know, analyze it. All that I will do is, I mean, we'll just discuss it. Are you there with me? But here, I will stop here. But the message is that, look at very carefully, or probably let me say it again. Look at very carefully, verse 23. It says, my angels will go before you and bring you unto the Amorites. Are you there with me? Unto the Titites, unto the Perisites, unto the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, and uh, will cut them off. An angel will go before you to them. But the Bible also goes on in verse 28 to say that, and I will send hornet before thee, which shall drive out the Hivites, 
the Canaanites and the Titites. Are you there? So you find out that even that angel that went with them, with some of them, the Amorite, the angels dealt with them. But when it comes to the Canaanites and these three, it takes something like a bee-like hornet. Google, Google, Google um, hornet. Look at the uh, spelling, then Google it. The drawing will come. They are just like bees with stripes, yellow and black, but only that they are small. They are like wasps. They are small. And that is what will drive the enemies away. Are you there with me? He tells me something about this, my God. He tells me something about this, my God, and my relationship with him. Now, I want you to come to Luke chapter 16, where Moses is mentioned and where we come in. Are you there with me? And last week, I was also trying to prove to you that the same thing that Moses went through, Jesus also went through. Are you there with me? Because Jesus, even the conception alone, angels got involved. The Bible says that in the early days of his ministry, angels got involved. This same Jesus, if, if you and I do not need angelic assistance in our endeavors, then why would Jesus say that if you are shy of me and my word, I will not confess you before the angels. That means it's, it's a disadvantage to us, isn't it? If we are not being confessed, if our name is not mentioned, are you there with me? Before the angels, because we are shy of him and his word. The Bible says that if one sinner confess, there is joy in heaven, telling us that anything that is happening here, heaven bears record. Anything that is happening, they, they, are, they are seeing it all. And look at here, okay, look at what happened here, verse 31. Okay, this man, the Bible says that whilst he was living, he was fantastically rich. There is no wrong with being fantastically rich, eating sumptuously, and having all the best things. No problem. The Bible says you have had your consolation. There are so many verses of scripture to prove that it is biblical and we can all break through. Say, I will break through. Say, I will break through financially. It is not a sin. Okay? But unfortunately, his life was such that he never gave God a place and he ended up in hell. And whilst in hell, in torment, he realized that he's made a mistake. Suddenly, he became an evangelist. He started thinking about his brothers that he has left. That listen, they need a good pastor to go and preach to them. That listen, as much as the grounds, everything is working for you. Please give time to God. Two hours on Sunday, two hours on Wednesday, it wouldn't cost you anything. Don't just spend all the 24 hours without God. So send Lazarus. You think Lazarus is a beggar still in heaven? Or paradise wherever they are? Jesus saying this story to us. I want you to look at verse 31 very carefully. Okay. The Bible says that send, and God says no. Most Abraham says no. It cannot happen. Are you there with me? Let me. He says, I pray, I start from verse 27. Let it not be my own word, so that you see for yourself. He says, and he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house. Now he has become an evangelist in hell. Are you there with me? For what? I have five brethren that he may testify unto them. Verse 28. Lest they come unto this place of torment. Meaning that, listen, if we preach, we preach, we preach. God is giving you the opportunity. Don't 
resistance. Not that we hate you. If you don't understand anything, text us, call us. Are you there with me? Let us explain to you. Because this is our breakthrough. This man found himself in hell and said that, listen, the reason why I'm here, was, I was, I'm in hell is that nobody preached to me. I have five brethren misbehaving on earth. If nobody preached to them, they will find themselves in this place of torment permanently. Then listen to the answer that Abraham gave. Abraham said unto him, they have Moses, verse 29, and they have the prophet and let them hear them. Meaning that the ministry of Moses, it never ends. In our generation, there are Moses and associates. In our generation, there are Moses and associates. Please, we have church workers meeting just for a short while. Are you there with me? Okay. In our generation, there are Moses. Are you there with me? Why is Moses mentioned in the New Testament? And he says, in every generation, there are people like Moses. And if there are people like Moses, then angels have to work. <laughs> if there are people like Moses, then what? We have to be anointed. Because we are the saviors. We are the redeemers. Are you there with me? And the prophet. Now, verse 32 says that. He said, no. Father Abraham, verse 30. He said, nay. Father Abraham, if one goes from the dead, they shall repent. Are you there? People want spectacular things. Are you there with me? You want spectacular things. As a preacher is preaching to you, you wouldn't respond. If you see your dead relative appear to you, that is when you will hear. And then they say, no, that's not how things work. He said, there's a gulf. You cannot go from here. The moment we are gone, we are gone. This is the time that we have to make haste. Is somebody hearing me? Now, today, I just want us to take the communion, but I want to say a few things. Are you there with me? Over the years, or throughout scripture, are you there with me? Starting from, are you there? One of the sure ways in which angels come to our aid is through prayer. Amen. Now, let's go to Exodus. No, Exodus 32 again. Exodus 23, verse 20. The Bible makes a statement here. And come with me to Are you there? He said, behold, I send my angel. I've read this and I wanted to come back here again to uh, kick off. He says, I hope I'm coming through. Is somebody understanding me? Okay. My intention is to make disciples. So please, 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 please. If I lose you, just, you know what I mean? Let me know. And I'll come back to it and I'll take my time. God, help me. I'll take my time and explain this very truth to you. He said, behold, I send my angel before thee to keep you in all your way. So you find out that, okay, there is a path. Say, there is a path drawn for me to take me to, to my destined heaven. Are you there? Please, this isn't the pastor's destination. This isn't your mother's destination for you. This isn't your father's destination for you. But this is God's destination for you. Is somebody understanding me? Okay, now come with me to Psalm 91. Psalm 91, verse 9, all through to 14. Okay. 
This is what the Bible says. Psalm 91. The Bible says that because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge. Are you there with me? So you find out that uh, it comes, Merlin, no Bible. There are Bibles at the back. Janine, please help Marilyn, please. Milane, Milane, Milane. No, she knows I'm calling her. That's how angels mention Milane. Merlin. Savior of Basildon. You know you can take the whole Basildon. Huh? Deloitte, I'm talking to you. There's a grace upon you. Grace, grace, great grace. And Imelda, great grace is upon you. Don't sit back and just fold your hands. Are you there with me? Let's join forces and take the world for Jesus. Now, please, listen to this. He says, because you have made. So it's a decision that I will serve God. I'm going to make God my habitation. I'm going to make God my habitation means I'm going to live in God. It's a choice. Are you there with me? That I'm going to make God my refuge. I'm going to explain it. The Bible says that because thou hast made the Lord thy refuge, and what? Even the most high God thy habitation, there shall no evil before thee. Are you there with me? That's good news. Because I've decided to make God my habitation, no evil will before me. Say no evil. Because I have decided from today to make God my dwelling place, my habitation. Then he goes on to say, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling place. Say, neither shall any plague, shall any COVID come nigh my dwelling place. That is your house. Are you there with him? For what? He shall give his angels charge. See what he's saying. See what he's saying. A repetition of what happened to Moses, he shall give his angels charge. Where? To keep thee in what? Now, let me tell you. Is there only one way that you take? Is there only one way? The way to Sainsbury's is different. The way to your workplace is different. The way to your parents is different. The way to your loved ones is different. There are so many ways. The way to the bank is different. Peter, there are so many ways, so many ways, so many ways that as humans we go. But the promise is that just decide to stay in God. Just decide to stay in God. Then all these benefits are automatic. Is somebody hearing me? I, I can't preach it any better. I can't preach it any better. Are you there with me? Then he says, the benefit goes on. Are you there with me? The Bible says that what would the angels do? He said, mistakenly, if you stumble on a stone or something trips you, they will bear you up. So all these are telling us the ministry of angels. He says, they shall bear you up. Who do you think who should bear you up? The church or the pastor or your mother or your father? Who should bear you up? They are even struggling. Lest you dash your foot against a stone. He says that thou shalt tread upon lions and others. Young lions, dragons. They sh you shall be treading under feet. Because what? You have angelic help. 
How did the angelic help start? You just made God your habitation. You just made God your refuge. It's a decision because it's not everybody. It's not every verse 9 says that it's not everybody that decides to make God. So please, if you are serving God, buckle yourself and know how to maneuver and enjoy this Christianity. Let me tell you something here. David, look at Psalm 35. Let's look at two Psalms, okay? Psalm 35, verses 5 and 6, I believe. Okay, look at it. Psalm 35, verses 5 and 6. Mean that David knew something about how to call on angels. He says that, let them be. Are you there? So people were troubling him. People were, oh, he's fasting and people are laughing at him. He's losing weight. People are laughing at him. His son dies. People are laughing at him and all sorts of things. He had physical enemies. He had spiritual enemies. He went on to say that, let them be like the chaff of the wind. He was praying and part of his prayer. He said, let, you can read from verse 1, but time will not permit me. Okay, I wanted to see two portions. Then he went on to say, let them be the chaff of the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. So this man, David, he knows how to deploy angels. In his prayer, he's saying that let the angel of the Lord chase them. Then he went on to say, and let what? Let their way be what? Dark and slippery. And let what? The angel of the Lord pursue them. Because see, the way we go, please. The way we go, we need angels to go before us. Please, you can have all the anointing, but learn in this series how to deploy angels. I'm telling you, it's a reality. A lot of people think I'm anointed, I'm anointed, I'm anointed, but we are struggling. We are not getting, the ministry is not getting our progress. But you have to learn all these things. Is somebody hearing me? Let's go to Psalm 34, verse 7. What does he say? He said, the angel of the Lord encamp. Are you there with me? Encamp. This is protection. Are you there with me? One of the things that the angels, David is telling us is that they, they are like a hedge. You know what Satan said? Go to Job chapter 1 verse 10. Okay. The fact of the matter is that sometimes we are surrounded and we do not know. There was a time in Elisha's time that physical soldiers came to surround his house. Then he said to his servant that, ah, we are more than conquerors. The servant was afraid. At last, master, what shall we do? There's trouble everywhere. I said, no. Those, are, those that are with us are more. The hedge around us are more. Then he prayed for the servant that God opened his eyes. You see, the sort of thing that we are seeing that is causing us to confidently surge on. You know, I didn't know who will come to church, whether you come or you not come or whatever it is. But I know what we have, and I know what is going to happen, and I know what the future holds like, because I know the God that I'm serving. So already, we are started fasting and praying for this service. Early in the morning, I was here heating up the whole place, because I know the God that I'm serving. At least, more than one person has come to hear the word of God, and we are fulfilled. And the whole world will hear through these means. It's being recorded. Is somebody hearing me? Is my time up? Okay. Now, look at it here. Okay. Satan came to attack Job. You know, notice something here. You know Satan, MF. Satan is the father of what? Lies. Are you there with me? If Satan says something and it's a lie, what would God say? What would God say? Liar. You liar. Clear off. 
You liar, Cleof. But when Satan said this, God says, look at God's response after. Look at verse 10. The Bible says that, has thou not made a hedge around him? God says, try and attack Joseph. So when they say the angel of the Lord encamped, David understood something, that the angel of the Lord encamped. And this happened before Abraham, the book of Job, the story. Archaeologists have found out that it was long before Abraham. One of the old truths, when Satan came to take Job, the only way that Satan got access to Job was fear. That opened the door for Satan to come through. Because Satan couldn't penetrate the angels. Because when there was war in heaven, he couldn't prevail and was cast down. And these angels encamp around them that fear God. Them that fear and reverence God. Angels encamp around them. And this was the testimony. This is Satan's testimony. It's not a testimony of anything, but it's a testimony of truth. Are you there with me? Just because it's in the Bible. The Bible says, Has thou not made a hedge around him and about his house and about all that he has on every side that thou hast blessed the work of his hands and all his substance has increased? This is how Satan sees if he's trying to attack. Look at the areas. He try you. He try your work. He try. Because the angel, Psalm 34 verse 7, remember, God. And but there's a condition there. Go back to Psalm 34 verse 7. There's a condition that we have to meet. So there are so many benefits of an angel. So many benefits of an angel. So many benefits. So many benefits. Please, 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 please. I'm bringing this message so that we'll be alert. Let us not say only the anointing. Yes, when I lay hands, when I speak, when I do this, when I do How about your way? How about your way? Is your finances clear? Now, today is 5th December, 2021. Can you tell me all the money that you have earned from January? Where is it? How many parking fines have you paid? How many devourers? There are things called devourers. That God fights. Are you there with me? He says, the angel of the Lord, they encamp around everybody. Is that it? Is that the truth? Just imagine. Are you there with me? The Bible says that Jesus was praying and angels came and strengthened him. So I'm not saying we shouldn't pray. Because angels strengthen him to pray more. Luke chapter 22. So don't ever, oh, pastor says angels, so now we shouldn't pray, we shouldn't tithe, we shouldn't come to church anymore because angels will do it all. They are called to minister to them. We see them minister. The Bible, Jesus himself, the Bible says, angels came and minister unto him. Angels came and minister unto him. Jesus says it clearly, the son of God. He says it, look at Luke chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 16, Matthew chapter 26 verse 53. Look at it. Jesus Christ himself, what he says. Now, I want you to see something here. Okay, in Luke chapter 2, let, let everybody see Matthew 26, 53 there. Jesus says prayer, isn't it? What did Jesus say? Take thou that what? I can pray to what? Pastor Patrick. I can pray to who? To do what? So one of the sure ways, say one of the sure ways, of angelic assistance in our lives is through the means of praying. Agreed? 
And let me give you a few references before we go. Okay. Now, in Daniel chapter 9, look at it here very carefully. Daniel chapter 9, as I close. Daniel chapter 9. Are you there? The Bible says, there are big words that I don't want to mention. Go to uh, verse 2. Is it calm enough? Go to verse 3. Okay, now look at this very carefully. Okay, look at what Daniel was doing. So I set my face unto the Lord to seek by what? Prayer. So what Daniel was praying, agreed? Yes. Agreed? Yes. He was praying. And supplication, which is also a type of praying, but you are asking for a specific needs. Are you there with me? And he was fasting, and he had sackcloth and ashes on him. That is a type of fasting. Are you there with me? So he was doing all this. Now look at verse 20. Okay, so the prayer goes on all the way to verse 20. Okay, look at verse 20. The Bible says that whilst I was what? Speaking and what? Praying. Please, everybody look at it. Whilst I was what? Speaking and I was praying and confessing my sins and what the sins of the people of Israel and what presenting my supplication unto the Lord for his holy mountain of my God Whilst he was praying, isn't it? Whilst he was confessing, whilst this was going on, look at what happened. Verse 21. Yay! Whilst I was speaking in prayer. Are you there with me? Even Gabriel. <laughs> even Gabriel. Even, oh, oh, yeah, Gabriel is here. That's why he turned to look at me. Even Gabriel. Even Gabriel. Please don't be distracted. Even Gabriel, whilst he was praying. Now, I will take you to the New Testament and I'll show you Gabriel. What was Zachariah doing when Gabriel appeared to him and he said, listen, Elizabeth, who is barren, is going to give birth. What was Mary doing for this same Gabriel to appear? This same Gabriel. This same Gabriel. What was he doing? Whilst I was, whilst I was praying, are you there with me? Even Gabriel, whom I have seen in a vision at the beginning, are you there with me? Remember Cornelius? Cornelius was fasting and praying. Then an angel appeared to him. Being caused to fly swiftly, touch me. At the time of the evening oblation. And said unto me, verse 22, look at it. Whilst he was praying. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I have come forth to give thee. So angels can what? Give you what? Scale and understanding. Scale and understanding. He, scale and understanding. Skill and understanding. Second Samuel, David was referred to as somebody who had the wisdom of angels. The way he behaved was so smart. Because they excel in strength. They are more than us. Is somebody hearing me? The Bible says that, and 
Inform me. Uh, scale and understanding. Look at it. Look at verse 23. Then I'll end there. Then we'll go to the New Testament if I have time. How many minutes do I have? We take the communion. He says, at the beginning of your supplication, a commandment came forth. Are you there with me? So just imagine. The angel Gabriel, 10. Okay. The angel Gabriel said, when you started praying, I was commanded to come. So why don't we pray? We have to pray. We have to pray. We have to, you know, let this thing sink deep. Read it yourself. Listen, this is an international Bible. Don't ever make a mistake that I, I produce this. If this is wrong, how about this that you have on your tablet? What does he say? Read it yourself. The angel says that when you started praying, angels were dispatched. I was sent when you started praying. It is repeated in Luke chapter 2. It is repeated in Mary's case. The same Gabriel was sent. The same Gabriel was sent from heaven to come and tell Daniel that, listen, when you started praying, I was dispatched from heaven to come to give you skill and understanding. I mean, just imagine. God empowers you with a divine skill in your endeavor. Give you whatever you lay your hands to, if it's carpentry, whatever you do, the whole world has never seen some before. Whatever you touch. Because you can be empowered as a child of God. That's the truth of the matter. That is the truth of the matter. And these are the things that we should believe God for. Because, you know, it will bring certain reward. And that reward would make us happy. Than for us to be like the mere men, like the unbelievers. When we touch something in my field, when... I'm given a work to do. I have to do it in a way that nobody can say or nobody can resist it. That this is divine. In every endeavor, probably you look, you are a teacher. Probably you are a nurse. Are you there with me? Probably you are a hairdresser. Probably you are a student. Are you there with me? I mean, whatever you do, just ask God to anoint you. Pray that God anoint you. That on my shift, let it be unique. In your ministry, let it be unique. Let something about you be unique. The people, it's up to God. But when you're on shift, when you hold a microphone, God speaks through me. Angels of the living God bring messages through me. It is said that when they don't have any message to us, they are spirits. You cannot see them. But we see them physically or they are given a body when they have a message. This, this series will take us all through to about 31st December, both in the weekday and the Sunday. But you will learn something. But I will beg of you, the law of use is such that anything that you gain, make use of it. Anything that you gain, make use of it before you lose it. The manna that comes, right? If you don't eat it, it will just disappear. You will lose the power thereof. I tell you of a truth. Daniel was praying and the Bible tells us that whilst he started praying, heaven sent. Heaven sent. And this same heaven is my father and your father. He is not a partial father. 
that says, I love Patrick and I do not love you. This father in heaven that I'm talking about, there's no partiality in him. There's no shadow of turning. There's no difference. He never changes. He's the same. And that's the good news. Let me read it again as I close. The Bible says that at the beginning of their supplication, that is your prayer, the commandment came forth and I have come to show thee for thou art what greatly beloved. Are you there? See, thou, look at the salutation. Isn't it similar to Mary's salutation? Isn't it similar to Mary's salutation? Probably Daniel was, oh, I'm very sad because all my work colleagues are enemies. When I pray a little, they go and report me. They put me in a Daniel's gen. They, they, are, they are looking after me. I'm very sad. But heaven says, that, Beloved, I love you. You are doing a good work. I love you. Please don't listen to what men will say. Even in preaching, if I mistakenly say something you do not agree, it's like you are eating. The food that has been prepared, I believe that we cannot eat everything. There will be bones and there will be all sorts of things. You just spit it out. Take the good parts. Are you there with me? That is why you always have to have your Bible. Once my wife says, you, you lie a lot. Yeah, we were talking and were telling me, I said something, something says, you, you lie a lot. Yes, I'm human and I lie. How about if I'm lying? So check it for yourself. Or you think I don't lie? I'm human. And we came to church, they say we can lie. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, <laughs> all I'm saying is that, please check it for yourself. Check it for yourself what the Bible says. Are you there with me? Now, I want to say, I want to do something very quickly. Okay, I don't know whether time will permit me. But I wanted to go through this same Gabriel that was mentioned. He appeared again in the New Testament, interestingly. Okay, he appeared to Zachariah. And Zachariah, their prayers was that they were looking for a child. But it was doing the service of Zachariah praying. It was his time to pray. That day. And Mary too. Are you there with me? But we'll continue probably next two weeks. Glory be to God. We're going to take the communion. Now this word is just to boost your faith. Are you are going to make a prayer. You're going to say some certain things that you want and also thank God to the glory of God. Then another thing is that I have a box at the back, okay, that we bought purposely for you, okay? Take a handful, get a bag, take for your family. Are you there with me? And call your family members and take communion. And take communion. Are you there with me? Grab a handful, get a bag from the back. I see um, some of us are trying to be like... Um, what the government announced, but still, that tendency is in us. Somebody is keeping rubber bags at the back. I don't know why uh, people do that. A pile of bags. Are you there with me? Now the supermarket says that, listen, either you bring the bag back or you buy a bag. Are you there with me? But in, almost in certain homes, they just have bags, pa, 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 pa. So I declare here to be the house of God. Don't treat it like your house. I see somebody piling bags. Piling bags at the back there. I'm suspecting somebody, but 
This is not the time for it. So you can get bags. Take a handful. Take, think about your family. Every day or every week, call them and say, listen, let's take communion. If they are not present, are you there? We pray over it in the communion and leave it there. You take it, the body and the blood. Glory be to God. I'm going to read a verse of scripture as we close. In the name of Jesus. And I will say it again. The purpose of all this talking is to boost your faith. Now it's time to use what God has given you. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I've done it. So you have the faith. You have the faith. So make use of your faith. Is somebody hearing me? Make use of your faith. You talk to God. Now, the Bible says something very interesting in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. It says, for, can we have the Amplify verse 23? Paul says that you, the current church, you have suffered a lot of things. But there is something that I want you to know. Please, please, please take communion because I am an apostle, a special messenger of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord appeared to me several times. One of the things that he instructed me is that you, Paul, take communion. So he's telling the church and he's telling you and I. Is somebody hearing me? He says, is that the Amplified Classic? Okay, good. He says, I receive from the Lord himself that which I passed on to you. It was given to me personally. This is what the Amplified says. This is communion. He says that it was given to me personally. Are you there with me? And he says that, that the Lord Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed. Are you there with me? But the Bible says that he was treacherously delivered up. Whilst his betrayers were in progress, he took communion. Are you there with me? So let me just say this to you. I have not stop to overemphasize the reality of the invisible realm. The reality of the invisible realm. Are you there with me? Let me tell you something. Right now, as we are here, we are jubilating, we are doing our best and that. Do you know the meetings? Do you know the things that have been orchestrated against us? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But Jesus could tell. Jesus could tell that something was about to happen. So he instituted the communion. Then he says we should do this often. Meaning that Satan is not repentant. Every time, every time it's like a stubborn, a stubborn animal, a stubborn dog, or a stubborn whatever. Try, try, try as much as possible. Are you there with me? So that is one of the things that I'm going to spell out to you. Please. We are taking the communion in the hope that whatever, whatever has been orchestrated on sin against us will be nullified. Will be devoid in the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? I'm going to pray. You are going to pray. We are going to agree in the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? Now he goes on to say that the Lord Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed took the bread and he gave thanks. And he says, this bread... Are you there with me? It's not like a wafer. Don't ever think about this as a white wafer, a white biscuit or whatever it is. But it is my body. 
but do it in remembrance of me. Meaning that in the time of the communion, our mind is very, your mind shouldn't be blank. Your mind shouldn't be blank. Please, this is not a time to think about your husband, your wife, your pastor, your bill, but you take it in remembrance of Jesus. If the communion will work in our life, we take it, the condition is that we take it in remembrance of Jesus. Jesus, I'm taking this because of what you have done for me. Then he comes to the wine. Then the wine is no other disdain or whatever. It is. Don't worry about whether it's alcoholic, it's not alcoholic, it's fruit juice, it's Rabina. No, this is not Rabina, this is raspberries. This is like, uh, no, 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 it, it doesn't matter. The most important thing is that our mind should be centered on Jesus. And that is what heaven wants to see. And that is what heaven has promised, the instructions that we have to give you. I remember in the Caliphate, I grew up in a Catholic home, and I went as far as confirmation in the Catholic faith. But one of the things that the Catholics do that I really would give them thumbs up is that nobody is allowed to take communion without going through a class. And when you finish the class, they will celebrate you and they call it first communion, your first communion. But we go through a class to learn. That is why we take our time. The Bible says that the people that take it unworthily, because the church was taking it, but then spiritually they weren't developing. The effect of the communion wasn't working. So Paul says that, listen, 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 there's something wrong here. Jesus taught me something personally. Let me also teach you. But the condition is said that you have to take it mindful of Jesus. You have to take it mindful of Jesus. And also, believe in all your heart that it is the body of Christ. And believe with all your heart that it is the blood of Jesus. Now, how do you believe? The Bible says that the belief comes from your mouth. The Bible says if you have faith, you will say. So that is why we lead you into a confession. This is the body of Christ. And you also say back, this is the body of Christ. And that is your faith release. Understood? To the layman. Are you there with me? And you take this home. It shouldn't leave you. It shouldn't leave you. I've taken my time to go through this. Those of you online, please take communion. Honorable minister, it's nice to see you. Is somebody hearing me? Edwin, Janine, all of you, Peter, all of you, take it home. Take it home. If it's every Monday, every uh, Thursday evening, once a week, throughout the, uh, December, if it's four in your family, glory be to God. But please, as, as everybody understood, you have understood how to do it. Are you there with me? It is Jesus that is looking upon. The Bible says he watches over his word to perform. Rise up onto your feet. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.